What's the word, everyone? It's your man, Mr. Al Peter, Mr. Peterson's Neighborhood, the NPN Network. Thank you so much for rocking with the neighbors and the groovers. Hopefully, you're enjoying all this content that we're pushing out from the subdivision. March 5th, 2021, we had the official DJ, Jersey John, come into Jacksonville because he had a show that Sunday, which was the 7th. So he stopped through, and we had a couple of interviews with him, but I sat down, and we had a conversation about tour life. We talked about uh, the acts of humanitarian that he does. We also pulled from the fame his pod deck and had a, a question or two that we wanted to ask him off the, off the wing. So um, you want to listen to it, man. It was a great, 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 great interview. So enjoy it, enjoy it, enjoy it. Please follow Jersey John. Please follow NPM Management and follow the movement. All right. Enjoy the interview. Good day, good afternoon, good evening, my people. It's Mr. Al Pete with the NPN Network Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have Mr. Jersey John in the building, the official Jersey John. How you doing, sir? Yes, sir. I'm doing amazing, man. I'm feeling beautiful right now. And the fact that I'm in Jacksonville being able to network with these people, yeah. it's it's amazing. It's an amazing opportunity, and I've been treated very, very well, not just by you and your crew, but by you know everybody out here. So Yeah, listen, time. man. Yeah, and we appreciate y'all. We welcome y'all. Um, I, um, I heard on the past couple of interviews, that <laughs> like uh you've been in jacksonville you kind of stopped through <laughs> so uh the weather talk about the weather man it's different from uh from from where you from yeah it's uh bro it's beautiful i love the weather over here uh whether it's seven degrees or whether it's 90 degrees i don't care if it hits over 60 i'm happy i'm damn near shirtless i heard i heard you say that and i was thinking before i walked in here to do all the interviews yeah. Um, you know, the news was telling us what the, the highs was going to be in the lows. So the lows tonight is supposed to be like in the 40s. And I'm like, and me and my friend was in the car and both of us was like, shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> like 40s. Fuck, 40, we were just in like 14 inches of snow. Yeah. You talking about 40s. Give that's, me what that's what I'm saying. Like we, so it'd be so funny but to hear. But it's because you're used to it. So don't yeah, get me wrong. Sure. It's like, you're used to that, you know. Yeah, I don't know. You get used to it, bro. At the end of the day, 40 is cold for somebody that's always in 70, 80, 90 degree weather. Yeah, but I feel like uh, people up north and you know people everywhere else are well more well well rounded than us because we because because <laughs> we're, we're just we're just here like we we deal with rain we deal with rain and we deal with sun and that's <laughs> it like you know what I'm saying but like y'all y'all experience like seasons we don't have seasons down here we have summer and a spring maybe a little bit of fall but winter we have like one one cold week <laughs> but y'all. <laughs> <laughs> like my mom, used to, my mom used to stay in DC, and it'd be like March or April, and it's still, it's still like cold. cold. Yeah, yeah. Unfor- so unfortunately, that is the situation. Um, man, it's it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with, but it's interesting because you see how people's um, interests and habits and everything change over time. Because like you guys aren't forced to be inside, even in winter. Like right yeah. now is winter, and yeah. you guys aren't forced to be inside. Yeah. Toss on a coat when you're outside. Yeah. You know, there's people in Jersey like, we would love to be outside in December. You're we would right. love to you're be right. out in January. Right. But uh, it's too cold for that, buddy. Listen, last weekend, it was, it was shoot, 70, 80 degrees easily. And, and you know, the... You know, the, all the vaccines and stuff is flying around, so people feel more compelled to kind of come outside. But yeah. it was, it was, it was lit like a mud down here last <laughs> weekend. Like you, you would have thought it was summertime. Like nobody ain't see each other, so yeah. But nevertheless, thank you for coming to Jacksonville, man. Welcome and all that good stuff. You have a show on the seventh, which yeah. is Sunday. This will definitely be out before uh, uh, Sunday show or whatever. Sounds so amazing. please make sure you go to it's Bliss Sports uh, Bar and Lounge. Please go check uh, my man. 
uh, Judge John. Um, tell us about the show a little bit. How, what's going to be going down? I see uh, some yeah, performances and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm super excited to be able to do that. What I'm actually doing is I came to Jacksonville. I took a risk on myself with this one, uh, and I'm doing a headlining show for myself as a DJ. Um, I will be putting on some local acts simply because I do need the support. You know, I'm not from the city, and I'm not going to come to the city expecting to get everything. All right. uh, I'm coming into the city asking politely, you know, for help from people. Uh, so I have a couple of local acts on the show to mm -hmm. help me to ensure that I have a good and strong outcome. I have a couple of people flying out of state as well, uh, wanting to be a part of the show. I told them that I will give them the platform because unfortunately, you know how the p pandemic is affecting the scene. I want to make sure that I could put on for as many people as possible. Yeah. So I have people flying down from New Jersey, Philadelphia, a couple other states. I mean, as a Philadelphia as a state, you guys are different. <laughs> you guys are different. Uh, Pennsylvania, New York. I have a couple uh, states flying out, so I'm super excited about that um but i can't shout out all these people i can't do all this i can't you know put on for myself without putting on for senile and uh her group with dollar money hungry family uh wow they took care of me man okay. they took care of me i probably would not be in jacksonville if it wasn't for her and her crew okay uh, they took care of me so much that they helped me get the venue they helped me lock in the date they made sure that everything was right they printed some flyers we got them pushing on the ground level introduced me to people uh, got me videographers got me damn near everything gave me the resources that i needed and allowed me to work you mm. know it's one thing providing resources but another thing believing in somebody yeah uh so they believed me believed in me with this uh show and uh we took a risk on each other so right. that's why I strongly believe that this event is going to be phenomenal. Um, I hope that it is, you know, something very memorable in Jacksonville. You know? Yeah. Uh, a couple of people were mentioning to me, a lot of people don't come from out, out of the cities to, you know, try to sh throw a show of their own. Uh, I'm not coming over here as Drake. I'm not a major artist, but I'm coming here as a DJ because uh, I think I have the influence and I think that I have the drive. Not even think I know. I know that I have the drive to make these things possible. Right. Uh, so it's not no showcase. It's 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 not just a club. It's not just DJing the whole time. I'm gonna have a couple artists perform, uh, and then we're gonna have a couple clothing lines. You know, give giveaways away to okay. a couple of people. Okay. Um, and I have. It's gonna be very very interactive. I want people to shake hands. I want it to be a networking event. I want people. I'm going to ensure that you know, as the host and as the person running the event, I want to make sure that people get out of there knowing at least half of the people in that building that is my goal uh, i'm going to be doing that and uh luckily today i just heard great great news that i'm actually bringing out a special guest and fuck it i mean i wasn't going to announce it but uh let's let's mention it today i'm actually bringing out soldier kid from uh florida okay uh down south uh, i'm going to bring him out to the show and uh bro's going to be doing a nice little walk through and we're going to play one or two of his records and uh he's showing me tremendous love so the fact that you know another florida artist is taking care of me like that and willing mm -hmm. to take another risk on me yeah. it's it's incredible and it, it means a lot that that you guys are willing to do that you know right. because what do you guys owe me nothing you yeah. know i'm from yeah. out of state you know and i'm over here trying to make something in your city uh, so I respectfully, you know, say thank you guys you yeah, know, for, yeah, yeah, for yeah, everything, yeah. you know, the opportunity, the platform, the time, the effort, the energy. Mm -hmm. uh, so this event, man, uh, not to, to long winded, but man, it's going to be a great event. And I'm so, so excited right. know, to see new faces, to, to meet new people, yeah. to build relationships, everything. You know, I could sit here for hours telling you how, how excited I am for the event. Uh, but it's going to go great. Yeah. I, can, I can promise you that. I'm pulling, putting everything into this, and I don't care if I leave without a dollar from this event. My goal is to make this be very memorable. Okay. I dig it, man. Well, listen, we we uh, send you all the blessings for sure when it comes to that, man. When it when it comes to taking risks and stuff like that, that's part of being an entrepreneur, part of yeah. being a uh, 
in in a business realm or whatever. So I'm going to skip over some questions because uh, you was talking about some things that really inflict the one is question. So um, how is important? How important is it to collaborate and network inside and outside of your home? Let's let's All start right, from so there. You mentioned the digital marketing, like yeah, the marketing yeah, 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 style yeah. stuff like that. So let's go with that first. Um, marketing and networking is everything because you could be a star not like undiscovered you know because simply because of the fact that you might have a lot of talent but if you can't network yourself you can't show yourself to the right people Mm -hmm. how do you expect to be on a large scale there's millions and millions of people in this world you know there's only a certain amount of people to have the platform Mm -hmm. you know you want to reach those people you want to be around the popular people you want to be around people that are financially stable you want to be around these people because if you're not around them then you're showcasing it to nobody you know you could cross your fingers and hope that you go viral but Keep keep trying. Keep trying. Keep exactly. trying because yeah. you can't, you know, nobody knows when they're going to go viral. Yeah. You know, you might make viral content and hope that it goes viral, mm-hmm. but you don't know when you're going to go viral. So make the effort, bro. It's not too hard. Reach out to people. Don't have an ego. Shoot them a message. Tell them that what they're wearing is cool. Tell them you like their music. You don't know how many doors it will open when you reach out to one person. Yeah. You know, and if you're reaching out to 100 people a day, 50 people a day, fuck it. Let's say five. Let's start small. Start small. Start small. Reach out to five people. Start working on that. (laughs) You don't know how many doors that's going to open for yourself. Yeah. So the second that I've been reaching out and meeting people every single day effectively. And the reason I say effectively is is you don't speak to somebody and ignore them. It's Mm -hmm. you speak to them and you build a relationship. Right. Because if you don't build a relationship, don't expect nothing from them because they don't owe you nothing. Mm Mm-hmm. Build a relationship and make it an effective relationship. Make them want to give you something and offer something. The second you don't offer something for somebody, you're going to look like one of those people that just ask for shit and you're still not going to get nothing. Exactly. Network effectively. Indeed. Listen, brother, you you got a very humanitarian spirit on you. (laughs) Very big humanitarian spirit. And I I pride off that myself and definitely with the NPN Network. I stand on that like a lot. A lot of the values that you're speaking on, I definitely uh, sit on those as well. So let's let's uh, go to the giving giving back to the community part. Like I seen you do some stuff on your on on your um, on your IG. Yeah. And um, how important is that to you? Like that's very, it sounds like it's, it's very it's, important. It's, I, I would kind of answer my very, own question. That's but. very very important to me simply because like it piggybacks off of event coordinating. Like I can't do all these shows if I don't have the experience of putting together smaller shows and bringing mm-hmm. people together for a cause. Like it's cool. Anybody could bring like high schoolers could bring college kids could throw a party and be like, yeah, we're here, we're drinking. But it's, that's not my intention. Mm-hmm. I want to influence people differently. I want to be able to bring them to a show, but those same people, I want to be able to get them a part of what I'm doing. And I also want them to support if I'm doing a charity event or maybe they do their own charity events and I'm there to support them. Yeah. You know, those are my goals when it comes to event coordinating and why I do charity. Charity, I simply do because I get too much. I am given so much from people, whether Mm. it's their time, whether it's their energy, whether it's them opening doors for me. Mm. They give too much to me for me to not give back. I personally feel wrong. People ask me why I do charity events. It's simply because I feel like I am blessed so much to the point that I need to give back. It's not that I just want to. I feel I need to because if it wasn't for all these people giving to me, I would have nothing. Right. What happens? What happens if I had nothing? I would be dying for anything. Right. I would right. be dying for the the smallest support. Mm-hmm. So you never know what people may need. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm you know digging my hands in a couple different charity events. I did food drives. I did 
toy drives. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, um, you know, the val- the Valentine's Day. That was different. That was just, you know, definitely a different idea. I recently did that. Mm-hmm. And we put goodie bags together for pediatric patients uh, with cancer at um, the Hackensack um Hospital New Jersey, wow. you know, it was different because I wanted these kids to know, like, listen, Valentine's doesn't mean anything to me. My goals is what drives me. That's my Valentine's. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, like, I feel bad because, like, you know, these kids aren't really worried about a Valentine's. They're worrying about their next day. They're worrying about the people around them. They're worrying about, you know, what they have. Yeah. And it sucks. And knowing that, I want to know, I want to reinsure them that they are loved. Like, I want them to know that, listen, even if you're not out here, you know, partying with all of us, even if you're not, you know, getting a Valentine's Day card, even if you're not going on dates, you're loved. That doesn't mean, love is not having a partner. Love is is being cared for, mm-hmm. you know? And I care for every single person. Listen, every single person. That's great, man. That's, that's great that you have this big heart and um, using your platform, you know what I'm saying? To entertain, but at yeah, the same time too, to takes, give back. It's yeah. little, like, it doesn't take It takes anything. nothing, yeah. It takes, <laughs> it takes nothing. nothing at all it to do that. It takes nothing to do yeah. that. I have the experience, I have the time, I have the people. And I mentioned before, like, I got discouraged when I only had 10 people showing up, but that isn't the point. It isn't 10 people. It's like, yes, I would love to have 100 people show up to a charity event and help out. That isn't the point. So. It felt so good to do this recent one where we just put together goodie bags and dropped it off. We didn't even get to see the kids. But I know on Valentine's Day, I sat in my room doing homework and I knew that some kid just opened this goodie bag up and and knows Mm -hmm. that they're loved. They don't even know me. Like At the end of the day, that doesn't matter. The fact that I was able to do this nice gesture and feel self-gratification for it because this had nothing to do with social media this had nothing to do with anything the reason i post charity events it's not for attention it's to influence i have so many kids that look at me Mm -hmm. i have so many people that want to do the things that i'm doing why don't i add good deeds you know if they're gonna copy me let them copy me the right way Mm -hmm. don't give them the wrong impression i started going over here and hooking up with all these females and doing this and that the people that follow me start hooking up with females and doing this and Mm -hmm. doing that and acting ignorant Mm -hmm. i start doing charity events people start doing charity events and it's nice to know that i have that influence you know and and i i've used it wrong and i've used it right and and now it's to make the most out of it it's not you know to keep making mistakes Listen, I love it, brother. Definitely love it. So uh, let's switch to the entertainment side of things. Yes. Tour life. I love tour. <laughs> so, I love tour. Yeah. I love it and I hate it, honestly, because it's like the best part of your life, but at the worst part of your life at the same time. Yeah. Because it's not life. Like, you're so deprived. Like, I don't know. Have you ever lived out of a hotel for like 10, 15, 20 days straight? It's like, it's cool, but it's like not your TV. You don't get to recline back up. Like, you know, yeah. you're not on your time. Like, right. it's like you're sacrificing your not your livelihood because you're still living in a hotel you're still moving around you're still eating it's just that my life i eat healthy i sleep when i want i go to the bathroom when i want i do what i want i go hang out with who i want you're on tour <laughs> out it's the window a, it's a schedule it's, yeah. a, it's a schedule you've got yeah. to, you're committed like listen i don't work a job so i have my schedule when it's on tour, sorry, buddy, that's out the window. Like, I'm I'm literally worried about what got to get done. When is it going to get done? When can we go to the bathroom? When can we eat? What are our options? What is this? What is mm-hmm. that? So many decisions that have to be made, mm-hmm. which is okay, but it's stressful, man. It's stressful. It's not meant for everybody. It's, it's a handful, and you're being thrown a lot. Yeah. So the fact that you didn't like, you don't like touring as much, how did that affect you in the, in the pandemic? Was it, did it give you time to get back to what you uh, 
you're usually with? No, I, I love being on the road. Don't get me wrong. Like, even though I talk all this, all this shit about it is like, if I could be on tour all year round, I'll do it. I don't care. I'll make that sacrifice. I mean, so many people, I'm learning all these different cultures. I'm, you know, it's so, so it's, it's so nice about tour. I don't know how to explain it until you're on tour. Yeah. It's just like such a nice feeling to know that these people are out to support your crew because mm -hmm. you know I'm a DJ I go out with the crew I have an artist I have you know everybody over there they're out to support your crew and that just is a nice feeling because you always get positive energy from these people they're here mm -hmm. they're paying they're actively supporting yeah. you know and all these smaller shows it's difficult to get that same type of love so when you're right. on tour it's like man it's 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 a nice feeling right Okay, so it didn't really it didn't really change up anything. No, no, no. no. As far as far as the pandemic, I mean, it gave me a lot more time. I picked up an extra class. I got to go to the gym more. I was what weighing one twenty, um, fourteen, fifteen months ago, and I'm sitting at one sixty five now. So okay, <laughs> I put on some weight. I'm, yeah. I'm doing good. I'm Muscular looking, weights. I'm, I'm looking better. <laughs> yeah, hell no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not getting fat, but uh, definitely putting on weight onto my body, and I'm super super proud about that because you know. Discipline was a huge factor that I learned from not, no, matter of fact, I learned discipline when the pandemic hit. Yeah. So it wasn't because of tour, it wasn't because of how many shows I was doing, it was because of the pandemic hit. Now it's either you get your shit together or your shit falls apart. Yeah, it was, it's, listen, I tell everybody the, the the pandemic was definitely a pivot moment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, rightfully so. And really kind of like, fortunately, unfortunately, like either you had to do this or you had to do oh, that. You had to do that. There's yeah. artists that I saw that completely went away from music, but then there's people that are working 30 times harder. There's mm -hmm. people that are coming to Florida making shows and there's people complaining in Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I don't, I don't want to put it like that, but I'm here because there's opportunities. I'm here because I want to make something out of it. Yeah. Right. Uh, I could easily be sitting at home. I could easily be, you know, not doing nothing or blaming the pandemic. But if you don't adapt, you're not cut for the scene at yeah, all. For sure. At all. Definitely. So speaking of being cut for, you know, cut from that fabric and being ready for that scene, let's talk about the entertainment uh the, the event planning. Let's 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 speak oh on that a little God. bit. Oh my god, event planning. Listen, DJing is fun. Don't get me wrong. I love DJing, but event planning, event coordinating is my strong suit. I am the life of the party, whether I'm DJing, whether I'm not. People know my face. I know how to move around. Mm. I know how to tell people no, which a lot of promoters can't tell people no. I have no issue because it's like, hey, I'm investing all this time, yeah. right? You're coming to my show. I'm offering all this. I can tell you no to your face. If you don't like me, I'll get 12 other people. It's Facts. almost no issue, yeah. Yeah. you know? So that's a big part about event coordinating, planning and building up because this is the thing. People plan something and then they forget about it. You know, they don't market it properly. They just let it be, oh, it'll come then. I build it up. I make sure I have a proper marketing plan. I make mm. sure that everything's right. I make sure that I have the right people there. I make sure that if I have to set something up properly, I'll set it up properly. You know, if I have to make sure that I give a couple of free passes and a couple uh, extra nice gestures to people, I'll make it happen. Right. You know, right. um, it's nice to be an event coordinator because you get to leverage what you're doing. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like being a DJ, it's great because you control what's going on. But you don't control the door. You don't control who's in there. You don't control the experience people are doing. Like, what are they doing other than dancing and listening to the music? So as the event coordinator, you really get to fabric and experience. And uh, I think that's my favorite part because not only do I have power over the event, but I also get to ensure that these people are having a great takeaway. You know, music is great and all, but I was mentioning before, as a DJ, you know what it sounds like when you put the filter down, when you put the low pass filter down, when you put an echo, when you do this, when mm -hmm. you do that. 
I'm used to DJing big festivals and concerts and stuff like that. When you're DJing, you think, I mean, when you're in the crowd with a thousand, two thousand people, you're not hearing that. Mm -hmm. So don't be Mr. Fancy. Don't start scratching. Don't do that. Because that isn't the place. And that's the, the huge change of the industry because it's like, it sucks because there's people that work so hard for DJing and then there's other people myself that doesn't work hard for DJing and gets to where I'm at. And, yeah, and yeah. it sucks because I have friends that showed me how to DJ, yeah. aren't as big as me, but are phenomenally better than me. Yeah, They know the equipment. They know how to fix the equipment. They know how to use different equipments. They have amazing crates. My ass is over here last couple seconds on <laughs> trying to get my records in. Like, mm -hmm. And it sucks. Mm -hmm. You know, it's something that I wish to work on, which I will be. And I am going to right now at this moment in time, moving forward, I'm going to make an active effort to work on my crates, to work on my music. But how I said, I love shows. Man. Yeah, I love yeah. shows. DJing is a title. DJing is what I'm good at. That's what a service is that I could offer. But throwing shows, look, I could do a charity event. I could do a showcase. I could do a private event. I could do my own headlining. If these artists learned how to do their own headlining show, I promise you, you'll have way more talented artists out there. For sure. Yeah, way Definitely more talented. agree. Yeah, all these artists that are making their own money off of touring. The second that I start touring and I start having 500 or 1,000 people at all my shows, I'm, what do I, I don't need to work with anybody. I'm right. touring off my name. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, going exactly. to continuously grow. So yeah. maybe you could educate me on this, but off the top of my head, I don't know any DJ that tours off of their name. If I'm mistaken, just I mean, a DJ that's he's the headliner, no other artists, no other nothing. I mean, probably Jazzy Jeff, but I mean, he's been doing it for a long time, though. DJ Jazzy Jeff. Um, that's it. Though. That's all I can think of. Outside of that. Currently, mm -hmm. like currently, do you know any artists? New Jack. I know DJ. Oh, Schemes. New Jack. I knew, I knew, um, no, I, I know don't. Schemes doing pretty, pretty hot in the production. He's pretty yeah. executive production. He's doing pretty good records. That's doing great. Shout out to him. But. I don't know a lot of artists. I mean, Khaled, but once again, we're a little bit more the production end. I didn't see him have he's his more, own tour. He, yeah, he's more on the production I, end. I, I didn't yeah. see him do all his own tours. Uh, Carnage, I might be wrong there because I did see him move around with a couple. He gets booked a lot, though. Yeah. Carnage gets booked a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I think he might have been on a tour with mm -hmm. them and marketed him as a DJ, which is damn near what I'm trying to do. But what I'm really going for is a Jersey John tour nationwide 25 cities start with then i want to hit off it yeah but that's why i was going to mention earlier about the marketing aspect of it you got that marketing you sharp on it down pack you know what i'm saying so that, that that definitely helps you with the marketing with the event planning and you know everything yeah and a lot of people don't really have that you know what i'm saying they have to if you don't have that you're gonna have to work 10 times harder in the other in the other aspect especially when you bring have. somebody else into the system and they're trying to make sure that you know they got to get into your life and you know people are just not investing in people's lives like that that's true so the having a, the digital what happened in the marketing side of it on you is like a win-win a situation yeah so that's that's why i integrated that into myself and i want to make sure that people know that that's one of my strongest assets uh i make it very clear when i work with people and i'm super excited to keep expanding my network because who knows who i could offer it to you yeah know? Maybe I could be offering my services and my work to Drake and maybe I could be his DJ or maybe I could be DJing for, who knows? You know, there's so many artists out there that are doing things. Maybe I could get into the EDM scene. There's so many things that I could do. Uh, I'm really just trying to move the groundwork first. The groundwork, I, I already I already traveled all these states, but I didn't capitalize. You know, I, I was living my dream. I am living my dream. I didn't capitalize on my dream. I toured with these people. I did one-off shows. I've been around every celebrity didn't capitalize mm -hmm. i could tell you that a million times i was a kid 
I was worried about females. I was worried about having fun. I was worried about the quick money, right? Where I could have taken better opportunities and not made it a single dollar and mm. probably be farther in my career at sure. this point, which which sucks. But you know that's at your discretion what you think your value is or what investments you want to make. Mm-hmm. I messed up on that a lot early on, uh, and now up until this point, I'm very satisfied that I know how to manage myself. Mm-hmm. I know how to manage my time and my marketing. Yeah, you know, because if you don't know how to do that as a DJ. It starts to be hard because this is more so a digital game now. Oh yeah, it's sure. A very, it's a very digital game, yeah. and if you don't bring uh, a persona with the digital game, you better bring some skills. And even with skills, you need people in that door. So there's a couple the factors. Skill, yeah, that skills don't matter. I mean, it, it does. You know, it does to so extent, but with the, we need the people in the door. We need the people in the door. The Listen, I'm an event door. coordinator. I'm down to book a DJ, even a DJ bigger than me. I'm down for it. But show me that you're gonna, you know, show me that you're gonna show face for this. Show me that you're gonna bring people. Show mm-hmm. me that it's gonna be an experience because I bring you. I'm for it. But uh, other than that, like, listen, man, I don't compete against other DJs. I don't because, like, I feel like my goals from a DJ are very skewed. They're very different because I'm not looking to be the biggest DJ. I'm looking to have a very strong influence to uh, market. I mean, to tour off my own name, mm-hmm. off Jersey John. You know, if I could do seminars in there, if I could do, if I could tour DJing, doing EDM shows or have an EDM show and a hip hop show, imagine that. If I had a tour of 25 cities, I did a seminar on Thursday, did an EDM show on Friday and did a hip hop show on Saturday and mm. I toured 25 cities like that. Yeah. How many, how many weeks was that? Half yeah. the year? Yeah. <laughs> Half the year? Like, yeah. that's my goal. Like, I'm really trying to get into all these niches. I want to get into EDM scene. Give me a month. I'm going to have something locked in. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I don't know much about the EDM scene, but I love it. You yeah. know, I have all these white girls that rock with me. I have all these people that love pop music and stuff like that. Yeah. I kind of understand the scene, but not fully. Yeah. So I want to get into that because uh, I feel like that's a whole new realm of DJing. Man, you, you're in marketing, man. You'll you figure, yeah, figure it out. Yeah, I'll figure it out. Because as soon as I have the marketing, everything is trial and error. Exactly. Yep. Everything is Just trial. Just try some stuff out here and there. And go so, for the, so yeah. I'm about to try that. Yeah. Uh, give me about a month, give me about six weeks, and I'll figure it out. And if I don't, well, then I'll fail, and then I'll figure it out after that. <laughs> I heard that. So, <laughs> listen, we ain't going to hold you too much longer. We're going to ask one more question. Well, we have one more question, and then... I've, I thought about this yeah, when I was saying it. It's the pod deck, so it's interview questions. So I'm going to pull a card <laughs> and it's random questions. So I'm going to pull it out. Huh? That's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like the first of this. So uh, shouts out to pod deck. Uh, got these at PodFest. I'm a big podcaster. But I'm going to pull a card <laughs> and you have to answer it, okay? So Are we doing first, that one first? Well, well, we're going to do first. the question first. So okay. I just, and then we finish when, when off I, with a hard-ass question because that's what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I was over here digging earlier, and I'm sure he was thinking like, "What the hell is he digging for?" But I I just, like, these popped up, and I was like, "I saw my... cards, and I was like, oh man, we yeah, do something.' Yeah, so all right, so what does Jersey John listen to when he's not DJing? Okay, I, bro, I'm so tired of listening to hip hop. Like, I, I listen to hip hop. <laughs> You've been in the car with me, bro. I am so tired of hip hop. Like, it's cool. It sounds the same. Some records are hyped. It really depends on who's in the car with me, what I'm doing, how my mood feels, how Alexa's feeling, because Alexa decides to play a couple records on her own sometimes at the house. Okay. But uh, (laughs) with that being said, I like alternative uh, rock. I like EDM, house music. I like Latin tracks. I like stuff like that. Uh, Latin when I want to feel, like, lively. 
um, EDM when I'm at the gym, I'm pumping something out. It's, yeah. it's very high pace. I think that's the right mood for it when I'm running or something. Uh, I love EDM. And then um, as far as the alternative uh, rap or hip hop, uh, I actually have a favorite artist right, right, right now. Um, his name is Elko. I think he's from Canada, if I'm not mistaken, bro. He is fire. I think I have his record on repeat like a million fucking times. He has really good streaming numbers. He has an amazing platform, amazing look. Uh, that's probably my favorite artist right now. Okay. Elko is fire. Uh, this other artist named Breakance, which has a similar style to bro. And I would say, I would say, quote me if I'm wrong, I don't know. It's like an alternative, uh, like rap, alternative hip hop or something like that. Okay. It's, it's pretty cool. It's alternative pop or something. Yeah. And uh, I really like it. You know, it's, it's different. It's not this whole hip hop. It has a little bit more live instruments. It has a cool uh, alternative, like emo sound to it. Yeah. And I don't know. I like that because you don't hear that in hip hop shows. Like, I'm sorry, you're not going to play one of these records there. So mm. I love stuff like that. It's cool. I like to experiment. Um, I'm not against any type of music. Uh, I'm cool with listening to a couple of different things. I really think that music depends on, on your feel. You know, your yeah, music. for sure. Definitely feels on the feel. Like you said, the Latin. Like, uh, yeah, like yeah. Latin. Like, yeah, the I Latin. have Spanish and stuff like yeah. that. But like, I'm not, I don't go to any Spanish clubs or nothing. But like, I think it's dope because it's in my culture. Sometimes here and there, just toss on a Spanish record. It's fun. Yeah. You know? Especially depending on the people you're with. What happens if you're with all your Spanish friends and you might not understand Spanish, but you toss it on, everybody's hype. Like that's, everybody's hype. It's it's you know, yeah. It's, it's, it's a vibe. That's that's the thing. You know, that's the thing. Exactly. But um, it's a vibe. Um, other than that, I just I don't like listening to music all day long because I'm you're a DJ. one on the phone. <laughs> Two, I'm a DJ, so I'm already listening to music all the time. Listen, every time I finish my DJ gig, I, when I ride home, I don't have. No, I don't have music on. I don't have no, nothing I don't have music on. on. I nothing. literally tell every single person that knows me personally, if I have a DJ gig and you're coming with me, there's no music. There's on the no ride music back. playing on the ride back. There is probably on, my ears probably like on the way there too. I'm just like, let me just get my ears right. Because <laughs> as soon as I get out the car, I'm like, it's gonna be automatic. People saying. Hey, you gonna turn it up? Da da da. And the next thing you know, yeah, it's all no, of that. I, yeah. I hate playing music on the way back. I won't. I refuse to. Yeah. I refuse to. I won't. Brain dead at that point. Exactly. I won't. Your your ears are ringing, ears and you're shot. driving half ass listening to the music. No, thank you. <laughs> and you probably heard the record like ten times before, though. Exactly. Yeah. So. I feel that. Strongly. Good deal. Good deal. So, last question, man. This again. Uh, Greatly appreciate you coming to Jacksonville and coming to MPN Network, man. Listen, anytime you are in Florida, you want to swing by, definitely let us know in advance. Come through, hang out, man. Right. And we get I'm, some. Uh, I'm coming here. You guys are honestly the best crew. You know? Oh well, thank you, I man. Like, I like you. Trying guys. to get this, trying to get this media game I, up, I, I man. I like you. I like your crew. I like everybody that you're rocking with. Super respectful. Super humble. Super helpful. Yeah. Everything about you guys was perfect. Thank and you, man. Thank I you. I would love to come here a million times. If For I can. sure. So every single time I'm in the city, I'm going to make sure I make the come effort. Through, man. To come, come through, man. Come through. Say For hi sure. to you guys. And, uh, you know, provide you guys with my resources as well. That's that's what I'm big on. Okay. You guys came out here and gave me the platform and made it made it happen. Yeah. So I'm going to make the same thing happen. Word. Greatly appreciate it. All right. So do you want me to pull a card or you you want to pull it? I got Yeah, it. you pull it. Yeah, you pull it. Oh, man. Not that one, John. Why? <laughs> that's about your sex life, I guarantee. You. Oh, I don't. I don't think I have one. All right, I'm gonna go read ahead, it. Go, okay, it is. Uh, what weird food combinations do you really enjoy? I don't know. <laughs> Give me. I need Feel like free a cat. to pull another one. I need, I need, I need, I need, I need, 
when he's trying that's to That's you, and that's kind of weird. That's not you. Nah, that's banging. All right. Um, I, think not doing I, I think that's with, the thing when people go to with, Wendy's. It's, it's always fries cream. and sauces. Yeah. All righty. Um, damn, what is, what is weird that I like eating that people say it's weird to have? I'm trying to think because I'm on a pretty strict diet. It's like I don't I don't eat weird shit. I eat like ca- cabbage, fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. celery. It's <laughs> like, um, what is it? Damn, bro, I don't have one. That's good, then. I don't have re- really weird food. I I eat super super healthy, so okay. we can pull one more card. Okay, cool. Go for it. He said the last one's gonna be about your sex life. <laughs> <laughs> What's something I would never guess about you? My body count. <laughs> yeah, bro. Hey, Yo, it's your oh end it, and then we can end sex it right there. Who, who, who called it? Me. Who you got it? Mike drops. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a perfect he one. He called it, he called that's it. That's a perfect one. Good, good, good. Well, listen, man, thank you so much again for coming to NPN Network. Uh, that was funny. That was a great way to end the, end oh, the interview, man. man. So uh, give you give you handles. Uh, tell people where they can find you at. Uh, righty. Um, so my Instagram is at Jersey John Official. Unfortunately, I had to add the official because I lost the first page, but it's at Jersey John Official. Hit me up over there. I answer all my DMs. I'm showing love to every single person. I got Twitter. Use it here and there. If you want to teach me how to use Twitter, please hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Instagram <laughs> to teach me how to use Twitter. Uh, that's Jersey John with three ends if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Snapchat, don't send me any nudes. Don't you really use Snapchats like that. So just hit me up on Instagram. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're getting off topic. So yeah, it's always a so sexual shit. Other, other than that, um, thank you so much for having me. It was really, really dope. Had a great time. Had a lot of laughs. Yeah, um, man. Picked my brain. It was cool, man. I'm glad that I was able to share everything with you today. Definitely, uh, man. Definitely. And I'm so excited to, um, you know, spend my next couple of days in Jacksonville. Indeed, so indeed. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to be back. And I'm excited. You know, there's nothing much I could say. And everybody that saw my handle, saw the video, uh, reach out, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting your faces. Indeed, I'm so indeed. excited. Indeed. And make sure y'all follow us at, uh, on Instagram and Twitter, MPN Management. Married as M is in Mary, P is in Paul, N is in Nancy Management on Instagram and Twitter. Please follow us for the updates on all the good stuff that's going on in Jacksonville and the surrounding area. So uh, in the old words of Wayne Peterson, to the top. Be good, y'all. Love it.